Hello, my name is Gary Nelson. I want to welcome you to our aquaponic hydroponic greenhouse here at Delcy Regional High School. Aquaponics is a way of growing plants using fish. We actually use fish emulsion or let's say fish waste to provide nutrients to the plants. Plants grow five, ten times faster than they would in normal soil growing conditions. Hydroponic systems are very similar except your nutrient source is based on a mix that we'll use. So it's actually an inorganic mix. In our greenhouses, we're able to grow different species of fish, but our favorite right now is tilapia. Uh, different plants we grow, Swiss chard, we grow basil, kale, tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, pretty much you name it, we can grow it inside the greenhouses year-round. We've been doing this now for about seven years. We're probably the first in the South Jersey area to do this. I've been fortunate enough to go around to some other school districts and to begin to teach this concept. Uh, program right now, we run six classes a day, over 100 students in the program right now. I like the fact that I can give um, people fresh food and letting them know like where it comes from. So it shows me like how I can provide to my community. For my students, they learn about food, food science, they learn about business entrepreneurship. Either going to go with computer engineering in order to have new technology that I can use in greenhouses probably. Um, I actually want to be a designer, like um, uh, either floral or um, in the fashion industry. Well, I either want to start my own greenhouse business or a vineyard. As far as a business model, right now we're using a partner, CSA partner, Community Supported Agriculture, Sabello Farms, and what we do is we grow the food. Uh, we package it up and they pay the students so they get to see the exchange of money and how a business actually operates. We're also an FFA chapter, we're the Delcy chapter, and we've got numerous awards, plaques, um, a lot of first place things that we do because we do a number of things. Besides this, we also do ornamental horticulture, uh, floral design, landscape design. But this aquaponic is really, you know, the premier of the class right now. It's something that's definitely needed, especially right now when we're concerned about the food that we eat, where it comes from, how healthy it is, as it relates to disease in our country. Growing this way, we know that we're growing healthy food that is really nutritious for your body. We just want to thank you for visiting the Delcy Regional High School Aquaponic Hydroponic Greenhouses and Thank you for watching Weekend Tillers! Hello everybody, this is Trish from Urban Farming with Trish. We have a very special guest today, Gary Nelson. He is an educator. Gary, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> May I ask what type of educator? You know I can't say the word correctly, and I'm going to be honest and tell the world that I didn't want to screw up the word, even though I, I think I know, but what type of, um, what do you teach? Well, I'm, I guess some people would say agriculture or ag science, but I run a course called horticulture uh, at four different levels, levels mm -hmm. at Delcy Regional High School. Wow. And how long have you been teaching that course? Well, I've been there for 28 years. Wow, Gary. 
And so you you guys have a whole entire garden at your high school. Right. Well, you know, we actually got several areas. We have a courtyard garden, mm -hmm. but I run, uh, and the kids take care of that, but I run the greenhouses. And my greenhouses are aquaponic and hydroponic greenhouses. Okay. We're growing a lot of food there because what we have um, is what you call a school-based enterprise. Mm -hmm. So the kids are learning from ground up how to grow food, how to market, mm -hmm. sell, become young entrepreneurs. So it's it's what we it's called new farming. <laughs> okay. Farming of the future. Okay, that's what we believe it to be. And I understand you guys been doing this for what seven years. Well, the video said seven, but actually the program I've been running that probably about eleven years now doing 11. the aquaponics. Yeah, yeah. So we so, sell we sell the fish too, tilapia. Oh, wow. That was way before the pandemic. Yeah. You guys were on top of it a long time before the pandemic. Yeah, well, I stress growing your own food only because, you know, the sad state of affairs in our country is that the agriculture industry has really done a lot of harm to people, you know, with mm -hmm. the way they've um, manufactured food and changed the food from what it was intended to be, you know, all to make a dollar. You know. Right. <laughs> So corporate yeah. agriculture is ugh. everything's a business these days. Education is a business when it should be more about educating our children. Yeah. I mean, just everything is just turned into a business. You are hundred percent correct. So with the program, like what initiated it? Well, you know, initially when I was brought in, you know, that twenty-eight years ago. It was basically to do the general greenhouse stuff. You know, you mm -hmm. grow some plants, you talk about plant science with the kids. And the problem I saw was I didn't see a real future in it for the kids. And at the level it was at then, it was designed more for um, like special needs kids. Okay. And what struck me odd was that, you know, when I talked to, you know, my administrators, I said, well, you know, these courses are offered as a degree program in colleges. We really need to step up what we're doing. And they agreed. Mm -hmm. So I had to go about writing curriculum at that point. And um, wow. I wrote curriculum for first three levels and writing it for three levels, different levels of, of the curriculum opened us up for grant opportunities. And the kids didn't want to leave after the third year. Yeah. And the guidance department called me and said, listen, they don't want to sit in study halls. Can you add another course, do something. So I talked to administration, I added a fourth level. Mm -hmm. um, so I usually have those kids from freshman year straight through. And if they stay right. at level, they're certified at the end of it. They take, mm -hmm. a, they take a nationally approved test. And a lot of them, believe it or not, are starting their own business. Wow. People would be surprised now with the demand for organic foods and us mm -hmm. being sustainable that it's so much that they can do at home. But then again, the local market, people want locally grown, organic, clean, yeah. GMO free food. Absolutely. And that's important for our health. You know, that mm -hmm. we're sick because of the food, and the food is actually the pure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Depending yeah. on how you, you know, you you uh, make it available. So right. Well, and, and a lot of you you have different um speakers and doctors talking about it, we've narrowed down the fact, uh, well, what's causing our problem in this country? And being mm -hmm. the greatest country on the planet, so they say, 
we're also the sickest country on the planet. Mm. And when we begin to look at the correlation between the food we eat and the diseases we get, there's a direct correlation. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with a study that was done, and it was it lasted over 30 years. Where it was called the China Nutritional Project. Okay. And the um, president in China wanted to know why, in some areas, his people were sick because mm -hmm. genetically they were all the same, according to him. And he wanted to research what was going on in his country. Um, what they found out was that the people that were were getting sick of certain diseases were heavy meat eaters. Mm. Okay. In other areas, the people lived long. There was no obesity. There was no diabetes. There was no prostate cancers or breast cancers mm. uh, in comparison to our country. And it was just phenomenal. So uh, I'm thinking mm. Colin, Colin, you got to think of his, his first name. But mm. anyway, he did this study. He was involved in the study, wrote a book about it. And that's when people really began to dig in to find out, you know, what's really going on with our food supply. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you say capitalistic country, when corporations took over farming, that's when some, that's when the problems really began. Yeah, because people think that the uh, the meats and things that they eat, oh, the cows are out in the field frolicking and running around. Yeah, no, they're not. That's they're what not. we believe. Yeah, and that's not the reality of what's really going on. And these are the reasons why, you know, we're getting sick is because of the food supply in this country. So you take back control when you begin to realize, you know what, I, if I can't trust them to give me something to do, maybe I should be growing my own food. Right, absolutely. And it's so easy to do. It, and the health benefits are phenomenal. You're talking about reversing diseases that the doctors were telling you were not able to be reversed, high blood pressure, you know. Mm -hmm. And those things can be reversed without all the medication, basically. Medication. How yeah. do you start, Gary? Like, how do you begin? For well, somebody who don't know, what's, how do you start? Well, you know what? You know what's so cool now is that we're we're in an age called the information age. So the the knowledge that we need is just a fingertip away. I mean, you can go to YouTube or different sites, mm -hmm. type in your question, and then these answers come up. Um, and, and know-how videos of how to do it. So it depends on your situation. But we found that the, the uh, greenhouse model, um, I love that, especially because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. but using a symbiotic relationship like aquaponics, where the fish and the plants, you know, basically working with each other because the fish water has to be clean. You think about mm -hmm. the pond, you say, well, man, you got fish in the lake. How is the water getting clean? What kind of filter yeah. system? Mm -hmm. And, and the, these are natural filtration systems that are easily duplicated. And once you do that, you'll have fish, healthy fish in a body of water. And the water that you're using to, uh, let's say, irrigate the plants with is directly mm -hmm. from the fish. And it's a closed loop system. So you got dirty water growing out, plants are taking out all mm -hmm. the harmful toxins. And the water that returns to the system is clean, purified. And that's mm -hmm. So it, it's an easy concept. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I saw a message on my screen. Okay. But I, when I ran across the concept, um, there was a grower, Will Allen, out in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And I started really researching it. And I said, you know what? This is something I need to do with my program. And I talked to my students about it. and. We basically built all the infrastructure in our greenhouses ourselves. Oh, wow. What and age group is it, Gary? It's high school. Nine high years. school. High school. Okay. 
And once we had the systems up and running, I mean, the food production was just off the chart, you know, and we were having so much fun growing it that one day I looked in the greenhouse and I said, oh my God, what am I going to do with all this food? Wow. I didn't set up any plans to sell it. So, you know, one, one situation birthed another situation. I got all this food and now I got to make it available. Well, are we going to give it away? Are we going to sell it? Because mm-hmm. our program can be self-sustaining with the money that we get off the food. Mm-hmm. And because it was right there in the community, we weren't trying to overcharge. It wasn't about yeah. the was You just nice. want to get rid of it. and Yeah. So we started what they what we call as a CSA, a Community Supported Agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started selling the teachers in the school just went crazy. Um, I can imagine. And once the word got out, you know, just, just like you you found me, uh, you know, online, yeah. other schools and institutions, educational institutions found it. And they were requesting tours of the facility. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, so we all got really excited about that. So mm-hmm. it, it really got to the point where we were probably given three to four tours every week going to school. Oh, wow. And colleges and universities, Temple's been to our school. Mm-hmm. Community colleges have been there, Rutgers, uh, the Sea Grant Institute, you know. Mm-hmm. But they they all came to see exactly what we were doing. And, right. you know, of course, the school, uh, I presented to the school board where I had the kids mm-hmm. do it. And once you have your school board and administrators on, you know, involved, you can really grow the program. So two years ago, right. they built me a second greenhouse. Said, I, de- I definitely <laughs> hope this inspire other teachers and other educators to take that initiative to start this particular program into their schools, well, you know especially what? now. You're right, but every school should have a setup like this. Mm-hmm. I, I strongly believe that because you talk about food costs and making sure your students are eating healthy foods. Mm-hmm. And I'll, sometimes I'll do sampler boxes of food with recipes because a lot of times people say, well, what is this? I said, well, that's Swiss chard and this is Russian kid. Yeah. And they have no idea how to prepare it. And right. It, but it's delicious. It's the healthiest foods on the planet. Yes. <laughs> so now I think we're doing a real service. And my kids are. I, I think so you are too. I think it's just a, a, a blessing. It's just a blessing. And you're really lucky that your, your school and your administrators you know, jumped on board with, with you because I know in a lot of communities, you would think they really need it, won't approve it. Well, that's funny you said that because I didn't ask. <laughs> that's okay, well, see. I, didn't, I just, I went on and did it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like they were coming to visit us yeah. or anything. They were like, okay, kids are doing good in horticulture. Thank you very much. They take care of the courtyard. They, you know, take care of the flower beds. Have at it. And when we put it together, um, I remember this, the, the vice superintendent happened to come over, who was new at the school at the time, mm-hmm. in that position, and she saw all the trophies and awards yeah. they had won, and she said, well, what, what's going on in your greenhouses? And when I showed her, she was blown away. She said, you've got to do a board presentation. Absolutely. And once we did that, and, and I let the kids run it. And let the presentation. We did a, a series of probably three or four, but the board was so on board that, you know, mm-hmm. money that I didn't get budget wise previously, I mean, it really opened up. They said, grow this program. Take, yes. Make it grow. And that's so, what we do. 
Yeah, I was going to, I was just curious about the weather change, like this winter, what, mm -hmm. um, you know, do you keep it going all year or is there oh, a yeah. you keep yeah. all year? The winter, the winter time, school year is our prime season. So yeah, <laughs> we started up in September as soon as they get back. I'll keep some things going during the summer because mm -hmm. you know we have fish. I have to go up there in the summer anyway because you can't yeah. shut an operation like that down totally. You can scale yeah, because somebody got to feed the fish, right? <laughs> <laughs> somebody have to feed the fish. The fish. Just, they'll come in on the summer, in the summer. They mm -hmm. like to come in and um, spend an hour, you know, in the greenhouse working, you know, um, feeding the fish or whatever. But we have, we have a good time. We have a good right. time. My, my job, as they say, is not really a job. If you ask me, I'm, I'm having fun. Right. You're doing what you love. And that's what happens when you do something you love. You're mm -hmm. giving back to the community. You're educating those kids on how to be self-sustainable, mm -hmm. how to be self-sufficient. That. Well, that what you're teaching those kids will will stay with them for the rest of their lives. And I, and you know what, I really believe that because and their parents really begin to get involved. You know, they, mm -hmm. they're going home telling me, you know, we're raising fish, tilapia, and we're doing this. And I let them take videos with their cameras, and the parents are blown away. Like, Wait a minute, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So they come in, but I do the same thing at home. I mean, I, I'm a landscaper also. I mean, we. We cover in all the this horticulture program, not just aquaponics and hydroponics, but there's yeah. landscape, landscape design, floral design, mm -hmm. ornamental horticulture. So we it's, we it's all a part of the yeah. It's wow, I'm just blown away, Gary. I'm just blown away, and I can't wait to share you with with the gardening community. Um, we definitely going to learn from your videos that I'll be sharing. Um, is there any words of wisdom that you want to give us gardeners or the us that are we are inspirers at this point because we haven't done it yet? Well, you know what? The way I look at it is you, you're constantly growing. I'm still growing and mm -hmm. learning new things, and I invite that. But it's a it's a fun journey. I mean, yeah. we've, we've made a lot of strides. Um, I'm talking to my most advanced class this morning about. Um, different way methods of marketing because in the COVID situation we had to learn to adapt mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't shut down food operation but how do we make it accessible now mm -hmm. you know, in the midst of a pandemic and how do you encourage others to get this thing going because right. realistically you don't have to wait till the spring and the summer to do this yeah if you've got a basement if you've got a garage mm -hmm. you can grow your own food right so basically that those are just excuses that we give yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we can't grow a certain time of the year. So which which zone are you in? Because I know we can, you growing in your zone, we can grow anywhere. Well, I'm in New Jersey. Okay. So I forget yeah. But it's pretty cold up there most of the time, right? Well, you know, the winters can be pretty, it was challenging this year. We had a lot of snow. Yeah. The greenhouses are warm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The plants are doing great. The food, the fish is happy. It's all yeah. good. Yes. I just, I love it. I love it. But I definitely don't want to hold you up. I just want to say thank you once again. Well, thank, thank you for uh, sharing your beautiful videos, your garden with us. And thanks for all you do. Well, thank
I appreciate that. Let me know when you have this available because I have some uh, students that would love seeing this. So. Okay, you're welcome. So tell them, hello, I'm saying <laughs> hi to your students. Okay. And nice job, guys. If, if you haven't heard all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, from Urban Formula with Trish, we are so proud of you guys. Wow, that's awesome. Bella. But, but anytime there's a great leader, anything behind the leader is going to be great as well. So I'm not surprised. That's awesome, Trish. I do appreciate you having me and talking about some things. We we got to keep this going, you know, because we do. It's a lot to learn. It's a lot to do. It's it's just like I say. It's a it's, yeah. I, I just love what I do. I really well, do. I hope this is just one of many conversations because we're so eager to learn. And yeah. again, I just fell in love with all you do, and I fell in love with the garden. Okay. So I just definitely want to share, and we'll talk again. This won't be the last time, okay? Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, talk to you soon. All right, take care. All right.